Welcome to another podcast from Fire Church Ministries. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Chelsea Hagen. So, um, good morning to everyone here. Praise God, it's raining. Amen. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Bring on the winter, God. I'm over the heat. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> So I just wanted to firstly congratulate Frankston Fire basketball team. Come on, hallelujah, that's so cool. You guys did awesome and I just love that um, that it was the memorial of Paul, Paul Baker. I just love that, I love that, it's just so beautiful. Well done for winning, it's fantastic. Um, it's so good just to get together and the other churches together and just to have that unity, one heart, one mind, um, you know, we're all connected one to another, so that's awesome. Hallelujah. Uh, so um, Dan has been in Indonesia um, and he actually got to meet our compassion child. And so I was so, so, so excited, you know, because it can be like, you know, we, you know, it's $50 a month or something, and it can just be so easy just to forget that there's a little child and that there's a little life on the end of that finance. And um, we prepared some presents for him, um, which Maddie's got all on film, so we will show you when it's all edited and ready. Um, and his family just started to weep. Just started to weep just at some simple cars and just simple, you know, gifts to his family. And so... Um, you know, what an honor it is. Like, we're so blessed in this nation. We're so blessed here in the West that we're able just to give and, and make a difference to children's lives. Like, I know my children, they'll never struggle from being hungry or, you know, they'll always be clothed. They'll always have shelter. But there's so many kids that don't. And, you know, even our church, we are also sponsoring one as a whole, like all of us together. And it just makes such a difference. They're real little people, real real lives, real difference. So, um, yeah, so I can't wait to share that footage with you guys uh, when it's available. Hallelujah. So God's given me a word this morning, and I've just been um, meditating and just asking uh, God what he wants to share. I can preach on many different things, and, you know, I want God's heart for God's people in the season that we're in. And, you know, as I was praying, I just felt such a, um, a, a burden on God's heart that his people are hurting, that his people are broken, and they're, you know, carrying griefs and sorrows, and they're carrying deep-seated things that, that, you know, that Jesus Christ paid for on the cross, and, you know, when I first got born again, I was absolutely shattered, I'm like, God, you know, even if you went and bought a truckload of Sally's, no more gaps. <laughs> it's not going to fix me. I'm too broken. I'm too shattered. I'm too, I'm, I'm too far gone. And, you know, I want to just encourage every person here that, you know, when we get born again and when we, when we step into his divine nature and his divine kingdom, that as Christians, we don't need to live with brokenness anymore. We, we, we can live whole. We can live with a brand new heart and a brand new divine nature. And I felt like there were so many of his kids carrying stuff that he doesn't want you to carry and moving out of a place of, of brokenness and out of, you know, soulish patterns and just all these different things. And, and you know what Jesus said? He said, I'm the healer of the brokenhearted. 
It's not time that heals. It's Jesus that heals our hearts. And it's only Jesus that can heal our hearts. And so you don't need to be in this world for very long to realize that we're in a broken world and, you know, broken things happen and things happen whether they're our fault or whether they're not our fault. We're, we're in a sin-touch world and, and that does affect us. And, um, you know, God, I really just felt the tenderness of God this morning. He just wants to bring comfort to his people. He wants to bring comfort to his people so you know that you're not on your own that you've never been on your own, that he's watched over your life. You know, and even as that beautiful song that Jess sung, you know, he watches over us. He's there. He's been there before you were even in your mother's womb. He's been there. He's watched over your life. He's seen every little thing and he's been there through the good, the bad and the ugly. He's always been there. And so I just wanted to bring great comfort uh, with that. And Ezekiel, I want to go to Ezekiel 36, 26. And I know that there's unsaved people in here. So this is a, this is a double-pronged uh, message for those of us who are born again, um, you know, to be able to move out of that new nature. But also, if you're in this place and you don't know Jesus and you, you know, have been so broken and so hurting and so shattered in your life, I want you to know that, you know, God has wept with you, that God has mourned with you that he loves you, that he is your answer. He is who you're looking for. He's the only one that can put back together or give us a brand new heart. He doesn't even put it back together. He so beautifully gives us a brand new nature and a brand new heart that's never been broken. And Ezekiel 36, 26 says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. So if you don't know Jesus in this place, this is available to you. As a free gift that Jesus paid in full with his blood. It's a free gift and he offers it freely to you today. So if you've been broken and hurt, you've come to the right place because Jesus is the healer of the brokenhearted. So I'll put a new, uh, a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh tender-hearted like Jesus. Hallelujah. And I feel as well, just prophetically, I feel that there's, you know, people in this place, even if you've been walking with God for a while, there can be even a tendency in our soul, not in our spirit, because we're made perfect in our spirit, but in our soul, we can just be walking with God for a while and just get hardened to the things of the kingdom, and we can get hardened towards people. You know, when you're very first born again, there's such an innocence, there's such a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, there's such a sensitivity to other people people that you just want to pour out your love and you've got this like compulsive helping disorder that you want to just help everyone you want to repent to everyone you want to just what can I do to help what can I do to make it right and I feel like God wants to bring his house back to that place 
And I feel like there's a certain hardness, you know, maybe through disappointments, maybe through, you know, things that you've been waiting on God for that you haven't seen come to pass, different losses and different griefs that have, that have come at you even while you've been born again. And I felt like God just wanted to come in and just to renew that place in our heart today, just to, just to break off all that stuff and just to bring the tender heart and the compassion and the love of God back into our hearts. And I know that this is just touching so many people because I know it's his message. It's not, it's not my message. I know that he just wants to come in. And I know that there's, you know, I wasn't brought up in a Christian home. My man, if you look up, you know, in the dictionary, dysfunctional, my name would probably be there because I came from such a dysfunctional um, place. My whole life was just full of dysfunction. And, you know, I'm telling you, if God can put my life back together and if God can do what he's done in my life, then he can do that for you. And it doesn't matter how far behind the eight ball you think you are. It doesn't matter what your past has been. It doesn't matter. All those things don't qualify you to the kingdom of heaven. I'll tell you what qualifies you to the kingdom of heaven. Giving your heart to him. Surrendering to him. Asking him for forgiveness. And let the king of glory come in. And he'll walk with you. And he'll take your hand. You know, if you feel alone in this place, you know, sometimes this walk with God, it can feel like you are alone, but I just want to bring you comfort and say to you that he will never leave you and that he will never forsake you, that he is always with you. He is never far away. He is never far away. He sees the struggles. He sees the battles and he is with you. He is championing you on. He is coming. Go again. Go again. Get up and go again. He's a God of mercy. He's a God of compassion. He's a God of love. His mercies are new every morning. He's a merciful, amazing God. And I feel like there's people in here, you're like, yeah, but God, I can't be like that. And God, I'm not qualified. And God, I'm too old or I'm too young. Or there's all these other things in the way of why you can't be who God's called you to be. And God will just say the thing that qualifies you is just to say yes to God. Just to have a willing heart, just to say, yes, God. God, I, don't, I might not have all the qualifications and all the stuff in the natural, God, but I've got a heart that says, yes. Yes, I'm willing, God. He's not looking for gold and silver. He's not looking for the most learned person. When Jesus chose the, <laughs> the disciples, he didn't choose them, the greatest Pharisees that knew the word inside out. He didn't choose those ones. He went to fishermen. He went to the unlearned. They marveled at how ignorant the disciples were. He uses the foolish things to confound the wise. He loves the broken. He loves the smashed up ones. He loves the ones that are so broken they don't feel like they could ever be put back together. I'm living proof that His Word works. That His promises are true. 
And I feel like there's people in here and God doesn't want you just to get by in the kingdom. He doesn't want you just to be hanging on by a thread. He doesn't want you just to be scraping by God if I can just get through this life and just get to heaven. He wants you to live in the wholeness that he created you to walk in. He doesn't want you to live in dysfunction. He doesn't want you to live with hurt. He doesn't want you to live with grief and sorrow in your heart another day. He's paid for it all. He's paid for it all. He cares. He sees you. He hears you. Man, I love Jesus. Even Lazarus, he knew he was going to resurrect him from the dead, yet he was moved with compassion and wept. The Bible says he weeps with those who weep and he mourns with those who mourn. He understands us far better than we could ever think or imagine. And he is so gentle and he is so kind and he wants to come and he wants to bind up that which is broken, those wounds, those things, those old soulish patterns, those old soulish hurts. He wants to come and he wants to supernaturally touch people in this place today because he cares. You know, we can fool man and we can have our veneer. How's your day going? Oh, great. And it's not great. And it's not great. And God wants to get behind that veneer. He wants us to move out of a place of wholeness. He wants us to move out of a place where we say, I'm great, and we actually are. It's okay. It's okay. You've got the family of Christ around you. He doesn't want you to feel like you're on your own. We're a body. When one's down, we all get around them and we help them up and we encourage them and we love them. There's not a person in this house that hasn't been broken before. There's not a person in this house who doesn't know what I'm talking about. You only have to be in the world for five minutes. (laughs) But God loves you. He so loves you and he so cares about all the individual little things that you're going, the things that you're facing. He is with you. He is with you. It's okay. You've got the king of glory with you. He's not against you. He is with you. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you, it says. Hallelujah. Isn't he beautiful? He sent us a Holy Spirit, the great counselor, 24-7. He's available to talk to. We can come to him with our deepest hearts and just pour out our hearts upon him. You know, I reckon that uh, King David was a man after God's own heart. You know what I reckon it is? I, you know, I read the Psalms. I get so moved. You know, he just pours his heart out to God. He pours out what he's feeling. He pours out the struggles. He pours out the burdens. He casts his care upon the Lord. But he always comes back to God. Yeah, I might be suffering these things and I might be feeling these things. But God, you're almighty. And he lifts his eyes back to heaven. And he remembers who God is, even in his frailty, even in his humanity, even in a broken, messed up world. He sets his gaze back on the King of heaven. God, you've got this. God, you've got this. And God doesn't want you to feel disqualified in any way. He doesn't want you to feel disqualified. All you need to do is say yes to Jesus. Just say yes. Hallelujah. That's all he needs.
that qualifies you. Yes, God. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And I just thought, you know, God really wants us to return to where we first met him. You know, he's drawing his people back. And I feel like he's doing such a deep work in our hearts at the moment. And he's really covering, uh, sorry, uncovering hidden things in our hearts and just, just different things because he wants us to move out of a place of wholeness. And so I don't know how many people have been feeling that, but God's really stirring stuff up. Even this week, I've felt it, just a, a real stirring of the deep things in people's hearts. And he wants you to be healed today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God wants you to know that he's chosen you. You know that even you may feel weak, he's strong on your behalf. It's okay if you feel weak because then he's even stronger. Because it's not in our ability, it's in his. It's in his ability. We can have the best of, of everything. We can have the best armies. We can have the best of every, um, you know, hand of man. But without God, without God by our side, then we have nothing. And God is with us. God is with us. So take comfort today. That God is with you. He has chosen you. Luke 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. I don't see any qualifications there. You just need Jesus. That's all you need. He's amazing. He's amazing. That word heal means to be made whole. He wants us to not only have a whole and a perfect and a, a, a perfect spirit, but he wants us to be whole in our minds. He wants us to be whole in our emotions. He wants us to be whole physically. He's a holistic God. He doesn't just fix our spirit up and leave everything else to, to chance and us to just try and deal with. He deals with every layer, every part of our life mind, body, and soul in its wholeness, in its entirety. He doesn't want us to be walking in lack. He doesn't want us to be, to be walking with those past hurts and those past wounds anymore because he paid for it all. He paid for all the griefs. He paid for all the sorrows. He's paid for all that stuff. He paid it for you. Hallelujah. That's good news. That's good news. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Papa. And I just want to, you know, read this over you. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, there can be hard times, even walking with God. There can be tough times in our Christianity, walking with God. You know, God doesn't promise us an easy, cushy, comfortable life when we come to Him. But what He does promise us, 
us is when we go through trials and tribulations and he said, you, you'll be hated. You might even be killed for my namesake. But what he does promise us is that he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us. That's what he promises us. And even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even there, my hand will guide you. Hallelujah. Isn't he beautiful? Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. You know, God just wants to displace some lies of the enemy in in this house today. You're not alone. You never have been on your own. You know, you might have pushed God away and and rejected him, but he's always been there. He's always watched over your life. Hallelujah. And I love that, you know, Jesus suffered for the weak. He is our only answer. If you're hurting in this place, if you're struggling with different things, I tell you, Jesus is your answer. Psalm 34, 18, the Lord is near unto them that are of of a broken heart and save such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver them from them all. I love it. And he goes on to say, for the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake, but my loving kindness will not be removed from you. And my covenant of peace will not be shaken, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Ephesians 2, 4-5. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead in our our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. It's by grace that you have been saved. Psalm 145, 18, the Lord is near to all who call on him and to all who call on him in truth. Psalm 51, 17, my sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart, God, you will not despise. I just wanted to encourage you if you, you know, no matter what you're facing right at the moment in this point of time, that your God is fighting for you, that he's fighting on your behalf, that you're not on your own and that his outcome is going to be good because that's what he does. Things might not be good. You know, certain circumstances in our life might not be good, but it works all together for the good of those who love Christ. He'll bring good out of every situation, even dysfunction. And I felt like God really wanted to, um, you know, just, just release dysfunction from family lines, you know, because we don't need to carry that as Christians. We don't need to carry that into our family line. That, that's not our inheritance anymore. We've come out of the kingdom of darkness. We've come out of brokenness. We've come out of that place. And God has adopted us and he has put us in the kingdom of light. That's not our inheritance anymore to live in dysfunction, to live broken. That's not our family or our generational line anymore. And I want you to know that Jesus has broken that. Jesus has broken that when he called you out of darkness into his glorious light. There's no dysfunction in heaven. 
There's no dysfunction with God. Yes, it might take time to renew our mind and our soul patterns and, and, you know, and understand what our inheritance is now. But God wants you to know that He's with you. And that all that stuff stops with you. That you're the new generational family line of God. That your kids aren't going to suffer the things that you've suffered. That it's not going to keep going on and on and on and on. It's stopped. The second God pulled you out of darkness and adopted us as sons and as daughters. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus died for the frailty of humanity. (laughs) We knew we couldn't do it. That's why he came. If we could do it in our own strength, Jesus didn't need to die. If we were able to do it somehow by our own righteousness and our own good deeds, then Jesus didn't need to come and die. Yet he saw us in our frailty and our humanity. And it says that (laughs) even under extreme suffering, he endured the cross. Why? Because of the joy set before him. Because of the joy that he could be reconciled to his kids for all of eternity. You know, if you doubt that Jesus loves you and that he's with you, you've only got to look to the cross and know the suffering that he's already poured out for you for love because he couldn't bear to have heaven without you. You're so valuable to God. You're so precious to God. Every single life in here is so, so, so valuable. And he loves you. He loves you. Thank you, God. Praise you, Papa. Psalm 147.3. He heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wound. And that word heal means to cure, like a physician to repair, to thoroughly make whole. The broken in heart, the broken is literally crushed and destroyed, shattered. If you've got a shattered heart in this place, then guess what? The healer of the brokenhearted is here to bind up, to bring restoration so you can walk in wholeness. Hallelujah. The bind up word means to compress, to stop, to gird about, to wrap about, to wrap around. It's the healer of the brokenhearted. The wounds, he doesn't want us to walk in pain or sorrow anymore. He's Jehovah Rapha, our God who heals. Our God who heals. Not just physical, not just spiritual, but in complete wholeness that you would not walk broken in any area of your life. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I just want to give people an opportunity. I know Holy Spirit's just beginning to move on hearts in this house. I can feel it. But I just want to give people an opportunity. Maybe you've come into this house. You're not even sure why you're here. Maybe someone invited you. And I just want everyone just to shut their eyes and bow their heads. And I just want to give people an opportunity in this house. We may all be saved. I'm not sure. But I always want to give God opportunity to move. So if you don't, if you don't know Jesus, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about if you don't know Jesus, if you don't know this, this beautiful man who's so kind and so tenderhearted and so gentle and cares so much about our lives. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, if you've never met him or, or maybe, you know, what I'm talking to you is so foreign. Hang on, that's not Jesus. <laughs> yes, it is. Because he desires a relationship with you, a friendship with you where He can commune with you. He can talk to you and you can talk to Him. He's not a far off God. He's close. So I just want to give you an opportunity. If you don't know Him in this place and you want Him, then I just want you to put your hand up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. You know, He never stops knocking on our hearts. He will keep going. As long as you have breath, He will knock and 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 He'll give you opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. God doesn't want you to walk out of this place not knowing Him. It may be the last time that you ever hear the gospel. He doesn't want heaven without you. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to another message from Fire Church Ministries. For more messages like this one or for other information, check out our website at firechurch.com.au.